Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Of April, April 8, 
Now the session sometimes we'll do it live. This is anybody out here on Blog Talk, y'all. We uh, I model this to uh do just that. We advocate advocate for social justice on behalf of America's African kids. That because we don't love everybody, we do love everybody just by accepting tips that community we find ourselves advocating on their behalf and one of those. Not to really need all the advocacy it can get. <laughs> no doubt. We uh I uh, we we come to you uh, from le- uh, nine to eleven on series nights overall talk that we moved our time back from seven to nine to nine to eleven during the summer months there because we got involved in another uh, adventure that uh, that we utilize uh, uh, more daylight hours that we. <laughs> I just want to fill you in on that we go, but uh, we we uh, we have to use uh, the daylight savings uh, time, and so we uh, we come to you at a different hour. We were going back to uh, seven and a half through September, but for the summer months, we're going to try to adhere to our new schedule. Uh, I don't think I what the Braves are doing. Uh, baseball season started, but we—I uh, don't know. We don't—I don't know what to think about what we got there as a team. It's just a little sad. You know, we just a little sad. We we uh, we we just a little sad. We're black ball too. Now we do it all. We cover the water. We got a knuckleball pitcher about 50 years old, T.R. Dickey, pitching for us tonight. And this guy been around 20 years. Um, he's throwing the ball all over the place, but really should be uh, uh, should be in better shape in this game. He losing 43 in the field to the Pirates, but he really should be doing should be leading this game. Should be enduring, as you know, are two different things. Maybe our office will come back and and uh. All the defense on because the defense has let us down so far. We had two or three errors, a throwing error on the third base, and I'm not sure if Freddie Freeman could have caught that ball over at first. He normally catch to make that play nine times out of ten, but he let that ball get bad. He gave the third base for the error, but I ain't out. I'm not so sure I agree with that. But who am I? Who am I, yeah? Carter G. Wilson, yeah. Uh, Carter G. Wilson, uh, 
This program so popular immediately after the Civil War was not new. But after this upheaval, its execution received a new stimulus. The story is written. The story history is written elsewhere for the former slave area were discarded in new treatments of local and national history in conformity with the recruitment propaganda were produced to give whites and blacks the biased point of view of the development of the nation and the relations of the races. Special treatment of the reconstructed period were produced in apparently scientific form by propagandists who went into the first graduate schools of the East to learn modern historiography about half a century ago. Having a step of science, the thought of these colonies was accepted in all seats of learning. These three writers of history grossly condemned the slavery was a benevolent institution. Masters loved their slaves and treated them humanely. The abolitionist went metal with the institution, which the masters eventually would have modified. The Civil War brought about by fanatics like William Lord Garrison and John Brown was unnecessary. It was a mistake to make the Negro a citizen. For he merely became worse off by incurring the master class that will never tolerate him as a nation. This is Charles. This is Carter G. Wilson in the Miseducation of the Negro, but I'm quoting from reading from here. Uh, just a powerful book. Uh, I, I pick it up every once in a while to just. Uh, uh to uh to uh get a better understanding of uh what transpired uh, uh to uh what in the period following the civil war and what brought us to uh where we are today. And uh, he hey, uh, this picture uh Back in 1933, uh, he was a professor at Howard University at Stan. Uh, but just a pretty great insight into uh, what took place after that civil war with uh, the education, this education, as he put it, of the uh, newly freed uh, black people here in the country, some four, four and a half million. Uh, just, just a powerful, powerful world. Uh, just a powerful uh, insight into uh, the uh, obstacles that. Uh, American Africans had had to overcome in this country after after the Civil War was over. Um, 
after the Civil War was over. Serial employment of the Negroes in this country shows a most undesirable situation. The education of the masses has not enabled them to advance very far in making a living. And it has not developed in the Negro the power to change this condition. It is revealed that in many establishments, the Negro, when a young man starts as a janitor or woman, and dies in old age in the same position. Tradition fixes his status as such in both races. So satisfied. Chapter 14, the new program. Uh, it seems only a reasonable proposition then that if under the present system we produced our leadership in religion, politics, and business, we have gone backwards towards certain or have at least been kept from advancing to real freedom. It's high time to to develop another sort of leadership with a different educational system. In the first place, we must bear in mind that the Negro has never been educated. He has merely he has merely been informed about other things which has not been permitted, which he has not been permitted to do. The Negroes have been out of the regular schools through the rear door into the obscurity of the backyard and told to imitate others from the sea from afar. For they have been permitted in some places to 
come into the public schools to see how others educate themselves. The program for the uplift of the Negro in this country must be based upon the scientific study of the Negro from the end to the realm of India, the power to do for himself what his oppressors will never do to elevate him to the realm of others. This is 1933. Uh, Carter G. Wilson talking about uh, a need for a, uh, a new education uh, system that, uh, coming mainly from within the black community, uh, which is heavy back then. You know, it's heavy now. It's heavy now. Uh, being without actual education, we have very few persons prepared to help the Negroes whom they have set out to lead. These persons are not all dishonest men and women. Many of them are sincere and believe that they are doing the race of great good and thus pulling it backwards. He awakened and shown the error of their ways. He's talking here about the black teachers at that time who had been trained at white universities. Primarily to uh, uh, carry on this doctrine of doctrine of uh, uh, leaving blacks out of history for the most part. It's uh, uh, talking about uh, how uh, teaching the Western uh, history, Western white history, and uh, uh, we have very few teachers because most of those with whom we are afflicted know nothing about the children whom they teach or about their parents who influence the public, the pupils more than the teachers themselves. When a boy comes to school without knowing his lesson, he should be studied instead of being punished. The boy who does well in the beginning of the year and lags behind near the end of the term should not always be censored or ridiculed as a rule, but shoulders are not responsible for their failures, their parents, and their social status account, mainly for the shortcomings. The Negro teacher then must treat the disease rather than its symptoms. But can you expect teachers to revolutionize the social order for the good of the community. Indeed, we must expect this very thing. The educational system of a country is worth it as though it accomplished this task. And of scholarship and consequently of prophetic insight must Show us the right way and lead us into the light which science writer invited. To go on to say in the church where we where we have much freedom and independence, we must get rid of Preachers who are not prepared to help the people whom they exploit. The public must refuse to support men of this type 
ministers who are the creations of the old educational system must be awakened. And if this is impossible, they must be dethroned. Those who keep the people in ignorance and play upon their emotions must be exiled. The people have never been taught what religion is, but most of the preachers find it easier to stimulate the superstition which develops in the unenlightened mind. Religion is such hands and becomes something with which you take advantage of these people. Why try to enlighten the people in such matters for superstitions serves just as well for exportation? The minister of the confidence of the people must, above all things, understand the people themselves. They must find out the path of their parishioners. Whether they were brought up in Georgia, Alabama, or Texas, housed under desirable circumstances, what they do to make a living, what they do with their earnings, how they react to the world about them, how they spend their leisure, or how they function among the other elements of the social order. In our schools, and especially in schools of religion, attention should be given to the study of the nature and to develop during the antebellum period by showing what extent that remote culture was determined by ideas which the Negro brought with him from Africa. To take it for granted that the antebellum Negro was an ignoramus or that the native brought from Africa had not a valuable culture merely because some prejudiced writers have said so does not show the attitude of scholarship. And these students who direct their courses accordingly will never be able to grapple with the social problems presented by the people in church. Preachers of the day must learn to do as well as those of old. It's an hour so interpreted Christianity anew to his master that he was converted. And so did Henry Evans and George Bentley for others. In North Carolina and Tennessee, instead of accepting and trying to carry out the theories which the explorers of humanity have brought them for a religious program, the Negroes should forget their differences and the strength of a united church to bring out a new interpretation of Christ to this unwilling world, following the religious teachings of their. Producers, the Negroes do not show any more common sense than the people would and committed criminals to enact the laws and establish the procedures of the courts by which they are to be tried. Negro preachers, too, must be educated to their people rather than away from them. This, of course, requires a new type of religious school. Yeah, this is 1933. I'm reading uh, from uh, the Best Education of the Negro by Carla G. Woodson here, just uh, to refer. 
fresh. I remember uh, with, uh, where uh, we were as a people back then in 1933 and what uh, was transpired at that time. Uh, it's really a uh, valuable information to, uh, to uh, examine uh, what we are today. Such training the Negro church must get rid of its burdensome supervisory force. If the number of bishops of the various Negro Methodist churches were reduced to about 12 or 15, as they should be, the amount of $100,000 or more now being paid to support the unnecessary number could be used to maintain properly, to maintain properly at least one accredited college. If what is now being raised here and there to support various struggling but starving institutions kept alive by ambitious bishops and preachers could be saved, could be saved to the people. With this money diverted to a more practical use, the race would be able to establish some other things which serve as assets rather than as liabilities. We say liabilities for practically all of our denominational schools which are bleeding the people for the inadequate support which they receive are still not able to do accredited work. There are so many of them that the one important, the one impoverished that one, that the one impoverished the other. Outstanding men of the church, therefore, have to acquire their advanced education by attending other schools and then beginning or by taking additional training elsewhere. After learning all about the national schools can offer, which is a loss of ground. They put the churches to go forward. A proper unification of organizations in the churches might support one or two. I see the universities of their own. The present arrangement of the two or three in the same area, and sometimes as many as, as sometimes as many in one city, there is no chance for emerging. From the trying poverty stricken state. And even if these institutions could do well, what they undertake, they do not supply all educational needs. To qualify for certification in the professionals, professionals, people must go to other schools where, although they acquire the fundamentals, they learn much about their inferiority. To discourage them in their struggle upward. We should not tell any accredited Negro colleges or universities, but we should reconstruct the whole system. We should not eliminate many of the courses that are being offered, but we should secure men a vision to give them, to give them from the point of view of the people to be served. We 
should not spend less money for the higher education of the Negro, but should we define higher education as preparation to think and work out a program to serve the lonely rather than to live as, a, as an aristocrat? Such subjects of certitude as mathematics, of course, would continue. So with most of the work in practical languages and science. In reality, literature, social science, and education are radically constructed and necessary. The old worn out theory that's just man's relation to God, fellow man, the system of thought, which has permitted one man to exploit, oppress, and exterminate another and still be regarded as righteous must be the start of a result of men as brothers, brothers, and the idea of God and the love of all mankind. Yeah, so that's it. After the Negro student have mastered the fundamentals of English, the principles of composition and their leading facts. In the development of its literature, they should not spend all of their time in advanced work on Shakespeare, Chaucer, Chaucer, and Anglo-Saxon. They should direct their attention also to the folklore of the African, to the philosophy and his proverbs, to the development of the Negro, and the use of modern language, and to the works the legal facts of history, the legal facts of the history of the world should be studied by all. Now, what advantage is it to the Negro student of history to develop, to devote all of his time to courses bearing on such despots as Alexander the Great Caesar and Napoleon? Or to the record of those nations whose outstanding achievement has been repeated, plundered, and murdered for world power. Why not study the African background of the of anthropology and history and then take up sociology as a concern of civic culture or who is suffering from sufficient ills to supply laboratory work for the most advanced students of the social order. Why not take up economics, 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 as reflected by the Negroes of today, and work out some remedy for their lack of capital, absence of cooperative enterprise. In the short life of their establishments, institutions like Harvard, Yale, and Columbia are not going to do these things. And educators are forced by them when they said that they become blind to the Negro will never serve the race efficiently. To educate the Negro, we must find out exactly what his background is, what he is 
what he is today, what his possibilities are, and how to begin with him as he is and make him a better individual of the kind that he is. Instead of cramming the Negro man with what others have shown that they can do, we should develop his latest powers that he may perform in society, a part of which others are not capable. Now that's heavy. I'm going to reread that. Instead of cramming the Negro man with what others have shown that they can do, we should develop his latest, his latent powers that he may perform in society, a part of which are not capable. That's heavy, huh? Well, during 2017 to that, I can say uh, our talents. African descent talents are many. And uh, not only just with athletes and music, but they are too. That uh, we have that we uh, uh, perform well. And uh, and uh, if that's our calling, if that's well, some of our calling, we have to uh, uh, explore. We have to uh, put it on display. Our power talents uh, and make the world pay for it. Make the world, you know, utilize what we do to make the world pay us for our talents. We have to uh, come to grips with that today. We surely are some of the best musicians, some of the best athletes uh, the world ever sees. Today, year 2017, we have to uh, tell it to our uh, advantage, to our communities that we This guy was talking about this kind of new hospital. Uh, Woodson was talking about this in, 19, in the 1930s, on his 2017. And we still haven't. Uh, come together as people to uh, take advantage of our own personal, uh, our own unique uh, abilities uh, as orators, as musicians, as athletes. We've got a lot of talent. We've got a lot of talent as a people. We just we need to channel that talent better to uh, and take advantage of it. We need to uh, Coalesce around our uh, uh, unique abilities and uh, 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 
So we started to we started more and more to come together as a people in a business sense, but not nearly to the extent we need to. And uh, hopefully, uh, we uh, well, first of all, we we need to. Uh, uh, Think in terms of uh, self uh, uh, self sufficient. See that uh, as a community, we got to uh, uh, we've got we've got a lot of resources in there. We've got a lot of resources that uh, we just have to uh, utilize better utilize our resources today. And this discovered education of uh, black generation has to start developing programs of uh, black entrepreneurship and partnerships, um, how to better utilize our capital uh, to uh, advance our community, which they have courses developed uh, to that end. Our black university should develop courses to uh, uh, to that end, to uh, partnerships uh, within the black community to explore our unique uh, ability and sell it to the world. Sell it to the world, you know. We may everybody else control our uh, particular abilities. Hey, y'all, uh, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls here. We've been rounding on. We're going about two breaks, two or three breaks here. We're going to break for a period. Uh, we're going to go out and leave you with this. Uh, and you need to go by spiritual medicine. Uh, check this out.
brother right there. One uh Odetta. Odetta. Now, I don't know. A lot of my listening audience probably don't know anything about Odetta. Odetta was a powerful folk singer. Uh I back in the sixties. Odetta came along in the sixties. But uh, that was a a spiritual trilogy that she uh, did. Uh, Powerful, uh, powerful.
uh, I don't know yet. These are troubling times. Not only for our community, but for the country, the world. I don't see. I don't see anything that would uh, make me feel uh, positive about where we are as a country. Uh, I, I don't know why I've got this pessimistic uh, outlook on things like that. And I go over here. I don't want to do what I'm going to bring after Mr. Ferguson, but now I don't have this.
Hey, y'all. Uh, welcome back to the Hustle Black Forum. This is me, Hustle Driver, this train this evening. We've got an old friend of ours out here on the, uh, the air. We're going to bring on there to share some of the uh, light on the, what's going on in the world. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what do you think about what's going on over there in Syria, man? We done attacked a foreign country. What's up, what's up with that? Well, it, that's uh, that's the way you take the discussion off of Russia interference in the election, make it go away. You start bombing folks. They didn't bomb no folks. They bombed the, the old airfield. Gave people time that, to get that, out of there. That was not an old airfield. That was a that was the airfield that they used. That was the largest military airfield they got over there in that country, wasn't it? I mean, no, they're still they, using it. Yeah, well, it, they said uh, you dropped sixty of of Tomahawk missiles. Carrying a uh, thousand pound warheads, you talking about they ain't killed nobody? No, only twenty-three of them hit target. Well, so that's the way Trump and Putin take the emphasis off of that discussion that wasn't going no place concerning uh, Russia interference in the election. Well, presidents come on, they always do something like that. Look at Obama. What did he do? He killed some Somali freedom fighters. Uh, what did what did Carter do? He had the Iranian for hostages. He didn't do nothing. He should have. Carter had a right to kill some people. He didn't. He should have. When they took over that embassy, that was an act of war. He should have went in there. That that was his downfall. That was Carter's downfall. Because when they when they uh, took that embassy and held on folks for a year, you got to go in there and start bombing folks. That's my opinion now, right? Yeah, well, Trump did the right thing. He'd be all right. I'm you worried about you. the president. I'm worried about the president. Yeah. You're the Republican. I, I mean, I'm, I'm worried about the president myself. I ain't no Republican. I'm a conservative. I like his policies. I like his policy on I like his policies on school choice. What policies do he have? I like his I like his policy on school choice. I like his policy on the illegal immigrants. I like his policy on transgenders. I like his policy on guns. Uh, have you heard the record about uh, 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 a trap called Quest? You know about They're expediently getting these illegals out of the country. And people was asking how are you going to get eleven million illegal immigrants out? It's simple. They are self deporting. Shit. Uh oh. I mean, I you know what? Uh, I'm coming in contact with more uh 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 illegal folks. Uh, now that I've ever had in my life. Well, what that you need to do is be, let them deputize you then. No, I ain't no. Oh, no. Uh-uh. They got jobs uh-huh. all on the uh, US, U.S.gov for custom border 
agents, they're paying them up to seventy thousand, eighty, over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mister Mister Bianchi, I'm, I'm retired. I, I ain't looking for no job. I'm retired. I'm, I ain't looking for no job like that. Well, I'd come back I'm, and work for a hundred thousand a year. Well, I ain't, I ain't looking for no job like that. Leaving people alone. Who gonna, who gonna pick cotton? If you send all them home, who gonna get out there and pick cotton and fly the field? Ain't nobody kicking no cotton. They got machines that do that stuff now. Hushmo, they got machines that pick strawberries. They got machines that pick tomatoes. They got technology that pick cabbage. Hey, I bet you mentioned machines. And, and guess who's gonna be manning those coal miners that Trump talking about bringing back jobs to the coal miners? Guess who's gonna be manning that coal? Machines. No, machines ain't gonna do all that. But you know what? There was over a hundred. There was over one hundred uh, coal-fired power plants on the books to be built here in the United States. Around the world, China, India is building new coal-fired plants. Uh, nobody's building them in Africa. They need to be built. So there's a lot of coal-fired plants that was on the books and need to be put back on the books. And that fly ash that's produced from the burning of coal, they can use that for making storage batteries that's used in conjunction with solar. But I'm saying, ain't nobody going in those coal mines no more. Robots can do all that work. That's a technology. Technology put those folks out of work. It ain't no, it ain't no such thing as a man going back uh, 200 They go down. They go down over a thousand feet in tunnels for potash, the used in fertilizer. All that stuff don't go, cut to end, though. No, you got to have stuff. potash. How you gonna How you gonna grow your food if you don't have potash? I mean, machines don't do the work. Machines don't do all that work now. Well, they got machines that. They got machines that bore. They got machines. But you know, that's what put the auto workers out of business. Technology, did. Well, I ain't talking about the auto worker, but they got machines that bore that tunnel into those veins of potash, and they bring them back up up on the ground so that they can be uh, they can be used for fertilizer. Oh yeah, yeah. Some people are down over. Some of them mines go down like a thousand, fifteen hundred feet in the ground. You know what man better be concerned with? The extinction. The extinction of the bee. The bees on the endangered species list. Can you imagine uh, trying to go along without bees and pollinating the, the plants and all that stuff? Well, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these Wi-Fi devices, your water meter, your gas, electric meter, all they got to do now is drive up and down your street and you, that technology read those meters. They don't have to come oh, yeah. out like they used to. Yeah, they got that in my neighborhood. They, they drive out and mm-hmm. pick it up over there. Yeah, but I, I, it's uh, the world's in a dangerous place right now, though, as far as I can see. I don't know. I'm a little worried about where we are and who's running the country. 
Well, we it's going on pretty good, but uh, I see we got that Supreme Court judge seated. Yeah, then they're yeah. gonna go back again. Uh, what, what, uh, that's, and that's another thing I'm worried about. What's going on in the uh, 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 the Congress up there? Well, the Democrats trying to cause problems, like you, John Lewis is. You said what? I said Democrats like John Lewis is causing problems. When is he gonna retire? Uh, y'all satisfied with him? That's right. That's my comments, but I ain't gonna, he ain't going to retire as long as he breathes. I'm going to vote for him. He should stop calling people out of their name and see. Now, when they came back and told Maxine Water her yeah. wig looked like James Brown, she got she got uh, emotional about it. Well, who, they can always throw it, but they can't receive it. Who called people out of their name more than the president? When when the president throw back, we don't want him to be crying. Who has called people out of their name more than this president that we have? Like John Lewis was having that sit-in over the issue of guns. If y'all don't want no guns down there in Georgia, good. Leave us alone up here in Missouri. We want our guns. I'm gonna keep my and guns. He don't, and he don't speak. Oh, John Lewis did when he had that sit-in. He wanted more. He wanted more. It don't. He wanted more gun control, which makes it harder for you to buy a gun. If you can't buy a gun, you don't have nothing for nobody to take away. Y'all need to control that old man. (laughs) Well, you don't want no maniac with a gun, do you? Well, what he's trying to get was federal legislation. What he needs to do is worry about what goes on in the in the fifth district there in Georgia. Well, he's taking care of that. He's taking care of our district. He's taking care of our district. Now, uh, that's what Trump was talking about. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I'm worried about this president here and who who's running the country up there. I've never seen a president that changes his mind every day on the same subject. Every day he changes his mind. A good business person. A good business person changed their mind when needed, man. No, no. no. This guy changes his mind more than the wind changed direction. Come on. Come on. Well, when I was was in business, I changed my mind and changed plans when needed. (laughs) You got to do that, Hushmo. That's smart. Only if... (laughs) That's smart. The only fools continue to do the same thing over and over. Like black folks voting lock stops for Democrats over and over and over again. Here in Ferguson, blacks wouldn't even come out to vote for the black uh, candidate for mayor. They voted that that white man got back in again, who was in there when Mike Brown got killed. I don't. Well, I don't understand what y'all doing up in Missouri. That's that's Missouri. I don't know what that. Show me something. Y'all better show somebody something. That's what I'm talking about. They they be whining and crying about police brutality and stuff, but they don't go to the polls. I don't know. I, that, that don't make sense to me. That don't make sense to me, Mr. Bianca. They, they should uh, be uh, uh, getting folks out of office up there. I don't understand that. 
I'm still hurt about Then the in the city of St. Louis, you had about five blacks running for mayor, and uh, the white woman came in and beat them all. The lady that was close, that was behind the white woman, about 800 votes. The mm-hmm. other three or four blacks had 30-some-odd thousand votes amongst them. Okay. Well, we got we got the same thing coming up here in Atlanta. We got a white lady running for mayor. She might win. And about eight blacks. There's about ten people running. One, one white lady and nine black men. I don't know what's going to happen dumb. on that. Huh? That is dumb. You got nine black men running against one white woman. One white woman, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. What's John Lewis saying about that? I don't know. Huh? I don't know, but that's local politics. He ain't, he ain't, uh, I don't know who he's backing in this uh, race. I don't know who he's backing, really. But uh, I don't even know what's going to happen in that race. Well, it ain't who he's backing. Who is that mayor, that white woman, going to back when she get elected? Compass is uh, the city of Atlanta, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, she she gonna get him out of there. She she ain't about to get done. I don't know. I can tell you that right now. John gonna be congressman as long as he's breathing. That's just a fact. Yeah, I wouldn't count on that, man. Yeah, he's gonna be the congressman of the fifth district as long as he wants to be there. He's gonna be there as long as he wants to be there. Not now. I, you know, I, I have a problem with John, but not enough to uh, kick him to the curb. Well, yeah, they need to get somebody new. I think it was a, it was a, you had a, a, a black female that ran for some position right out there in outskirts Atlanta, wasn't it? Who? You, you a young girl? You my Cynthia McKinney. No, this is a young girl. A young lady, yeah. about in her twenties. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. But uh, yeah, she. Uh, we got all kind of black candidates running. But she won got, too. Uh, she was very young. I'm trying to think who you're talking about. Who you talking I about? can't think of a name neither. But uh, yeah, we uh. We gotta improve our political leaders. I'll say that we do need a a, a, a new crop of uh, black leaders. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I do too. Hey, I've been I've been sitting up here looking at uh, reading uh, in my show world part. I've been reading from uh, Carter G. Woodson, the Miseducation of the Negro, that he wrote in 1933. This is a powerful book that he uh, uh, penned back then, talking about the education of the Negro coming out of the Civil War and how uh, the system uh, controlled the Negro's mind with his, uh, with the early curriculum that uh, that was put on him. He said this in that book. He said that the Negro's mind was so uh, controlled by the education he was provided 
that uh, not only did it make him feel inferior, but that if he was in the presence of white people in a white man's house and needed to leave that house and there was no back door to leave through, he would cut a door in the back wall to go out. If there was no door in that, a back door in that house, he would not go out of that white man's front door. Got a door in the yeah. back wall to go out. <laughs> that, that's the miseducation of the Negro and the control that uh, uh, the man had of a black man following the Civil War with the uh, education. Did they get that stadium done down there? Huh? Yeah, which one? The Braves, you know, the Braves uh, got theirs done. The Falcons got their, will have theirs done by the time the season is over. We got mm, two new that's stadiums. Good. That's good. Well, I don't know. The Braves Stadium is, is, is a mess up there in Cobb County. You know, they moved out of downtown and moved on the outskirts. Who was the it's contractor called, on there, Russell? Russell's dead. You know, Herbert Russell's died. Well, the company's a, still going. No, it's, it's, it's sorry. It's sorry, kids took over the company. They ran that company, uh, company in the ground. Then I just about got out of construction. All they do now is management uh, type stuff, manage apartment complexes and stuff. They don't do no building no more. The yeah, Russell was listed on on. They were listed in Black Enterprise in 2016. Oh, it's still a big company, but they don't do any uh, building anymore. They do management. Who done the work on the stadium, Moody? Moody and uh, uh, would be the black subcontractor on that stadium. Several. uh, 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 He had a black uh, architectural firm working on there. A subcontractor. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, Russell don't do no, no construction work, heavy construction work no more. Since the old man died. That's a shame. Yeah, it is. It really is. It was a great company. It was a great, great company. What have you been up to, Mr. Yankee? You coming down this way anytime soon? No, you know, I, my grandson got an apartment down there and got a house down there in the Baton Rouge. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he should ladies. be getting them. He better huh? watch them ladies. He better watch them ladies down there. You know, they believe in putting the roots on you and all that stuff down there in Louisiana, don't they? <laughs> I guess they do. <laughs> That's what I heard. I but don't not- know. Huh? No, but he's going to school and playing baseball. He should be getting done playing a double hitter today. Oh, okay. Okay. How's he fair? He's doing How's well. He okay. Okay. Well, I tell you what, the Braves, the Atlanta Braves could use some players. I've got to worry about that team, but what we got, we got too many old folks. We went out mm-hmm. and had a couple of pitchers, Bacallo, uh, 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 Cologne, he's 40. We got another dude, Dickie, he's 40. I mean, why you bring all these old dudes out of the heat and, and try to make them? I don't know. We got some old folks on the way too old. 
Cincinnati got the youngest team in the major. What about Chicago? Chicago got a pretty young team. Cubs. I know y'all. Yeah, don't, but it's I not as young as. I know y'all don't like not, the Cubs. The Cubs are tough. <laughs> yeah, they were. I was glad that they won. Well, I was too. I, I kind of rooted for them, but I, I'm an Indian fan too in American League. I like to see those Indians. Yeah, I would like to see Dusty Baker win, but. He may well, maybe okay. next time. He playing with Washington. He's coaching Washington, right? Yeah, he's so coaching he, Washington. Yeah, the Dash though. You know, Philadelphia scored twelve runs on them in the first inning tonight. I don't know how in the world anybody scored twelve runs in the first inning and didn't hit a home run. I, I, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I'm gonna get off of here, man. Hey, Mr. Bianchi, good to hear from you, man. We'll talk back. Talk to you later. All right, bye-bye. Hey, good friend of mine, Mr. Bianchi, checking in, y'all. We, uh, Bianchi always got some insight to, to lay on you. You're a Republican, though. I mean, I ain't mad at being a Republican, that. Most of my family was Republican way back in the day. Most of my family, most blacks were Republicans after that Civil War up until FDR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, he uh, started bringing blacks into the Democratic Party with the New Deal back in the 30s. Uh, that New Deal uh, put WPA and all that stuff exposed blacks to federal jobs for the first time ever. And that uh, had a powerful effect on uh, the politics of blacks uh, from that point going forward. You know, they started migrating to the Democratic Party for, for that reason, like the Roosevelt. Yeah. A little known black history. Yeah. That's just a little known black history. We uh, sprout uh, ten thirty y'all at ATL. We we've been rolling right along this evening. I don't know what time we went, but that's what happened when you're having fun. Who in the message also Dustin does the pull out. They got about four uh, players up that time for the lead. They done up shooting over six hundred. Tough this year. I think the lead is six hundred and everybody else is like four hundred, another five. So we know Saran is going tomorrow. We need to we didn't know. Six thirty PM Eastern Standard Time. We need to get a win. Uh I don't know what's going on with the politics. I, like I said, we we bombed Syria. I don't know how that thing's going to end. They said it's a one-time deal, but it ain't that simple. It ain't that simple.
how you're going to impact their cold far as well. He's actually a lot more emotional than Fulte because he'll get you fit out there. <laughs> he has a high, you know, Fulte and he's waiting to get started talking about it. Now, Julio, fantastic against the Mets. We have seen many times where Julio goes out there and doesn't get the run support. Now, obviously, the winner hit the ball now. You should. That should not be a problem. You should. You feel people with a little extra pressure tomorrow. It's so early in the season. You don't want to start out by going one and five. I don't think so, but we have to look back at Shelby Miller a couple of years ago, too. He's got no run support, but he had the right attitude to run that same kind of guy. So hopefully he can get some run support, but last year was very ugly early on for him. Nothing to go well. His great start this year. Yeah, we need to get him some run support through your terrain. That's our only quality picture we got. Although Cologne, for a 43-year-old kid, can have an excellent game the other day. But I want to put my head in there. That's him, a 40-something-year-old crew. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the High School Black Forum. Why about us do it bigger, do it better, do it longer? Now in the session, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out there on Blog Talk. We don't like to get loud. Sometimes we have to crank the volume up just a little bit to get in his ass to get out. We have a table social justice out here. We may have American Rap and said, I'm going to go over everybody who didn't. Hey, y'all, go to my website, hushboblack.com. Hushboblack.com. Buy my book, Racism and Native American Reality, is my second book. The first book is The Water Boy. The Life and Trials of Jimmy C. Cameron. I both of my books celebrate about it. We uh, both of my family. We both of my family. Racism and hate, the title uh, kind of conjures up uh, 
story of uh, an amazing uh, uh, an amazing uh, I don't know if it's uh, luck or what but you'll you'll see a story of an amazing uh, stroke of something that allowed um, me and my research to discover my uh, great great granddaddy's uh, Dan Cameron's mother's name that was a And that, not only mine, but that's the problem with a lot of uh, blacks in this country when they uh, embark on researching their genealogy here in this country is to get past uh, the 1870 census, to get past that point. Uh, a lot of us can go back to 1870 and trace our history back to 1870 pretty easily. But uh, prior to that, there were no black slaves named on the census. So it could be a problem, or it was a problem for me to uh, get past the 1870 census and, and try and, you know, piece together my family's history prior to that in terms of identifying uh, uh, names and you know, uh, play with a history, although I lucked out. When I say I lucked out, it was almost an act of uh, some kind of uh, act of coming uh, in upstairs for sure. Because uh, I, I don't know how I stumbled onto the, the stories as one. Crazy, crazy uh, event. I'll read you a little uh, of all the previous to Sarah, chapter three, uh, and racism and hate. Sarah came into my life. Like sometime in 2010, with no name, shortly after publishing my first book, The Water Point Life of Browser, and that book I started telling the story of my family's history here in Georgia, which I had at that time traced back some five generations to my great great grandfather, Dan Cameron, on the 1877s. I cannot get past that point because, for one, the names of slaves did not appear on the census records prior to the Civil War. This made it more difficult to trace my family. She traced my history past 1870 and gained insight into Dan Cameron's parents while a slave. Being a genealogy that, that in the family, I was determined to do further research into this matter so that I could 
Brother Jim, my family history, and my legal books. I initially started my research years in the 
another quick call for the calls uh, before we close this thing out. Y'all hang in there. You got me hushed, bro. Uh, see, you got somebody else on the land. Y'all hang in there, probably. Um, let me take a break and see who's on the land here. Uh, Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
uh, Ray Carr has a series on Carter G. Wilson. Y'all check him out. Go Google uh, Dr. Ray Carr, and uh, you can find him out there on the internet. Uh, it does a series on Carter G. Wilson there. Uh, yeah, I agree with that, Mr. Dawes, that uh, Carter G. Wilson is uh, one of our unsung heroes of uh, uh, that uh, should be uh, amplified. Hey, y'all. Uh, that's just about going to do it for the Huskville Black Forum this evening, uh, April uh, 8th, 2017. We'll be back with you next week, same time, same station, uh, 9 to 11, uh, April 15th. Until then, y'all, y'all be good. And we're out of here. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.